Yeah. I don't know if I love Liza Minnelli, but she is perfect in that film. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we talking about Liza Minnelli? I'll leave you guys alone for like one minute. <laughs> Liza Minnelli. <laughs> That's my fault. I was telling yeah. them I sang in got, front of I people got this week. Yeah, I got introduced to that movie way back in like about like two oh god, back in the nineties from one of my old exes. She was obsessed with that movie. Ah, that's what you doing singing in front I... of folk. Didn't give the game away. What? She said they were singing in front of folk. Didn't give the game away, fuck's sake. I didn't have a choice. I was saying to them. Stuff. I have a thing called Masterclass, and essentially they just pick someone from the class to perform, and then they rip the shit out of you, and that's the class. <laughs> Sounds fun. Well, they fucking rip the shit out of you, did they? So, like, um, I think we did our trip down south. Somebody's doing a trip in. Breaks your knees. Do you know that? I got a lot of, like, constructive criticism, which I was good as needed. But... The guy that like runs the class, he like because obviously you speak to him afterwards, like get tips from the actual professional or whatever. And he was like, he was like, I liked your first version better than when you did all the stuff with the criticisms. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes. That's probably because that's probably because when you did the first one. You were thinking, right, I've got this thing to tweak, this thing to tweak, this thing to tweak. Also, Zen Bloke, I don't know if you know this, but I'm very talented. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> Yeah, you're, you'll get used to uh, Alex's incredible ability to be humble as fuck on the podcast. Gigantic, it's a new gigantic to, be to be honest, I mean, I know you've been on the Fuck Chronicles with us sometimes, there, Alex, but never really get to hear that much from you, so it's nice to actually get probably talk to you all i do is chat shit <laughs> that's my role also nice to talk to you yeah we're content creators that's part of what we do not so simple because it'd be a fucking bit troll eh i don't think i've actually had the pleasure before no i uh i am a new dad so i never actually get to to drop into the Unmonetizables, sadly. Ah, well, so usually... in that case, uh, all I could say is um, get your system behind wire because uh, little fingers have come. Uh, you'll spend a good chunk of time going, I wonder when they roll over, and when they roll over, you and your partner will look at each other and go, Oh, fuck, they can roll over. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Shit comes on you faster than you know, brother. It's a oh, ball, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Press, Press B, cancel evolution. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks uh, everyone for tuning in. This is the unofficial official podcast. As always, we've got the terrible trio. You've got me, Eloise Music, or Alex, you've got Captain Privilege, oh, yeah. as well as Zenbloke we're joined by this week. Hello. Do hello. we not get to say hi this week? Or no, you don't. No, okay. I told you, Alex, he's hungover. Just let him be. He's, he's okay. not in a good place this week. I don't know it's... why, but it's just his attitude stinking. It's, it's really funny because I haven't drank a, a drop, <laughs> and I, I do feel hungover because I stayed up too late. My head's like pounding. I'm like, what the what the what the actual fuck? What is there going are currently on? five empty wine bottles on my floor from last night. Ah oh, man, there are currently. <laughs> 
five empty huge bottles of Peroni on my table. Woo! I don't know how things get I was still drinking last night. Oh, no, we would never. No. Particularly the night before the podcast, because we're very dedicated. Certainly. Uh, Zen, when was the last time you were drinking and singing, or singing and drinking, or individually? Uh, well, actually, I don't drink. Uh, the last time I got drunk was only the first time I got drunk, and I was 16. And I'm 45, so that's a fair wee while ago. Singing, however, is a different matter. Uh, probably at work, alone in the warehouse, and Rammstein came on uh, in my Spotify selection, and I couldn't help myself. Well, that's just <laughs> natural, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've just said that a few times that you're, um, so, well, so to speak, teetotal when it comes to the booze, man. It's quite a respectable yeah. decision, quite a commendable decision. Do you find yourself in situations regularly where you're like, oh my God, look at the state he's on? Or do you tend not to I've, I've had that a few times in my life. Sometimes it's been entertaining watching uh, the people around me disintegrate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting all sloppy and messy with it, huh? Yeah. Although there many, many times through my like 20s and 30s, there were times I've been social situations like such as Hogmanay and stuff mm-hmm. and where people going take a drag bag man oh, and no. I mm. <laughs> it was like that chewing the fat sketch it really was <laughs> god damn it I'm off it <laughs> well, for anyone who doesn't know <clears throat> Uh, I actually do know this know. week, yay! <laughs> that's, a, that's an inside joke there, Zemblok. Usually when I say that, it's a cue for Alex to listen because they don't know what exactly yeah. I'm about to refer to. Um, ah. But this is just me actually prompting. Zemblok is a content creator, as I said before, a YouTuber, a, and quite a good one at that. He likes to ah. dabble in the uh, technical aspects of gaming consoles and computers. <laughs> computer and digital, all, that, all them good things digital and uh, as you may have picked up from his Rammstein reference he's a bit of a good old metal head as well so we know he has taste in music unlike Troll I like you <laughs> fine, I like, I like Gordon Rammstein's song <laughs> Did you just say I like Gordon Rammstein's song? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I have That would be a fucking a mashup of a cover it's fucking um, Rob! I'm just giving you the remix of Gordon Ramsay. What are you? I'm a good sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so, Zembo, how is content creation treating you in the time of COVID? It's tricky to, to say the least because you have to dance around the language of how you mention things within the times of Voldemort mm-hmm. which is how a lot of us YouTubers have had to sort of nickname the current condition so that we do not get hammered by the algorithm and YouTube's silly little rules and all its finger waving and its ability to bring down the ban hammer so yeah it's like it's hard when you actually have a story to speak upon that includes that particular aspect so the dancing around it is um, tedious to say the least. I've certainly noticed a lot of YouTubers like using the alternate phases, like calling it the coof, the vid, the chai con flu, and all these sort of weird ways of getting around it. Because yeah, even if you mention it, I've heard even uh, even mentioned the lockdown itself 
could quite literally mm. trigger all sorts of alarms and what have you. And like whenever yes. you're posting anything like that on like TikTok or anything daft, it's always coming with a warning label. Yes. Yeah. You find yourself having to say things like the in the current situation. Yeah. In these <laughs> usual times. <laughs> like sounds like we live in some sort of like absolute fascist regime where we're just all avoiding speaking about the government of Zambia. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. But yes. probably mm. clear the streets. The the uh, wanted man Montag is out and about. Clear the streets. Do not come into contact with Montag. <laughs> uh, I've probably you... lost some of the audience for that reference. That that's quite. I'm so lost. Kind of These young bucks don't don't really keep up to date with uh, culture, old fine art, <laughs> shall we speak? Speaking of which, uh, what, correct. What's been uh, your experience with like YouTube? And content creation is the whole um i know you've been at it for a good little while now uh, yeah i've been at it for a better part of a decade <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. i was trying uh, to be euphemistic about it not, i've uh, had a lot age, of but... <laughs> very interesting experiences mm-hmm. some of them are irl experiences some of their experiences with podcasts some of them are just experiences with just how i've seen the platform shift and change uh mostly it's about the people i've met along the way by shift you know, and change, like, you mean, uh, like, mutate horribly into this absolute godless monster that has become... <laughs> <laughs> well, it pretty much was a godless monster, but now it's a godless monster that's controlled by a bigger, badder godless monster. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it has to be said that, like, uh, as useful as Google is, and as great as it is to have their computing power and their storage facilities... Mm-hmm. The corporate culture and the decision-making processes that come from that particular entity are often more than baffling. Sounds, sounds. Just give me a wee second until I edit all that bit out so Susan Majeski and Google don't try and fuck us. Uh, cool, <laughs> right, no worries. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to express myself in such a way where it's not... Actionable in a, in a court of law. The regime. <laughs> Do not offend the sacred regime. No, yeah, I think it's really interesting because, like, I mean, I've, I've only been at it about ha- literally half the time you've been at it, but almost as soon as I started making content on YouTube, it was fucking every other three to six months was just a hardcore right turn, left turn. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was troll. <laughs> I was like, I wish. You might know fake sneeze in the middle of the podcast, please. Uh, Well, that was sorry. I didn't hear the sound sound of somebody leaving the room like they were going to make a mug of tea. No, it's my new, brand new snowball mic. It's uh, too sexy and powerful and picks up everything in the room. Uh, So do excuse the missus' privilege uh, leaving the room because she can't be yours listening to my dulcet tones. (laughs) <laughs> that's fair I know how that feels I mean, she doesn't live with you so yeah. I do understand that as I was trying to say content wise like, I've seen YouTube pivot very hard in the, the, the five years I've been on it every six months it was an adpocalypse here or a, an algorithm change there and before you knew it all kinds of videos were being suppressed and you've watched uh-huh. the titling and thumbnailing specifically more so over the past I'd say five to seven years maybe, just getting more and more egregious and more and more ridiculous, till there were literally ways of hacking the algorithm through using certain uh, coding within your title so to speak, coding's maybe a bit of a full on term but you're literally like 
folk were like typing the number of views for something to get. Go and deal with that, please, darling. Uh, typing the number of views in a video, and it would somehow trigger the algorithm to assume that this video was of that caliber. Therefore, would recommend it with other yeah. videos Jesus. with such views and stuff. Then we had the great, uh, the great scammer folk were literally like, and, and still do, by the way, managed to get adverts that will play entire uh, half hour to hour lot to two hour long videos in front of someone's content as an advert. That was fun. Oh, I've seen them in the middle of content as well. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. What I used to hate I'm was like, like listening a pussy. to the. Sorry, Nicole. I'm like listening to David Dooley, you know, or whatever. It's like because I like a lot of uh, left-leaning uh, news media, and all of a sudden the video will be bisected by this forty-five-minute like infomercial. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like ridiculous. A lot of that's kind of calmed down now, and YouTube's somewhat finding its niche. But... Oh, I don't know. You get fucking mm. hundreds of it. Ads and videos now. They're oh. not like long, oh, but there's fucking hundreds of them. Yeah, it's the YouTube are getting pretty comfortable with the, the two unskippable ads at the start. And you're like, can you can you not? Can you just not? Do one. Yeah. Just do one and let me skip it because I, I didn't come here to watch ads and I'm not going to buy any of this I shit. I mean, I certainly wouldn't recommend using ad blocker that you can download and install on your Firefox quite easily. But if you were to do so, <laughs> I think it would make mm. the experience a hell of a lot easier. I've noticed on my phone a lot more recently. Um, and it was, it's. I think it's more egregious because we've had such lulls and waves as we've been talking about. There was adpocalypses where we went from getting some ads to fucking no ads to getting a few ads here and there to now we're like, when people are getting monetized, they're just going crazy with it. Like you're saying, slapping ads all over your shit. Now, I know you like to be um, somewhat uh, advertiser friendly would be the best way to put it, Zembo, okay? Not advertiser friendly. I prefer myself to be family friendly. I want right, anybody to be able to access my content. I didn't want to use that phrase. I if actually, it was, uh, yeah, if it was the wrong one, but it yeah. turns out it was the right decision one. I made quite a long time ago was um, I wanted to make sure that anybody could watch my stuff, be they like ten years old or fifty years old. I want everybody to be welcome, and that's something I've held to. That's why I do not swear on my content. Admittedly, I'll swear on Twitter, uh, on Twitch. I mean. Uh, but when it comes to my YouTube, which is my my main electronic bread and butter, mm-hmm. then that's where, you know, I don't swear. There is one video where I let rip, but that was when uh, PlayStation, back at the 20th anniversary of PlayStation itself, had made a particularly boneheaded PR blunder that royally riled me up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was on the way home for work, had a bad day at work. I read this on the bus. I got off the bus, went into a bus shelter, and ranted for a solid twenty minutes about <laughs> being swearing. <laughs> and that video was age gated. The bastards. I when think... the when the time takes me, I can turn the air blue as well as any other yeah, Scots. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I was I was trying not to use the, the phrase "family friendly" in case it was you know somewhat uh, euphemistic or cuckening in any way, shape, or form. But you know, you're Scottish, so we all know you can swear like a, like a sailor. I but... actually like to think of it as the USP. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I think um, 
what what question is with that then is like how has that served your content have you seen a lot of ads on your content over the years have you had that capability because you've stayed family friendly when i when i first finally started to actually get some traction mm -hmm. you know once i got like uh, above 100 subscribers yeah way back in the midst of your um i was actually did have the ability to have monetized content and the only reason that I flicked the switch to say yes, I thought it made me look more legitimate as a YouTuber. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy's got videos. He must be all right. That's the only reason I clicked it. And then the entire time that I was monetized, before they changed the regulations of how much watch time and how many subscribers you have to have, and blah, mm. blah, 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 I think I made something in the order of about $13. Wow. Nice. <laughs> wow. Cash money, sitting, baby. It's still, it's still sitting there in the AdSense account, but chances are, what I would, if I could do it, what I prefer to do is I would rather not turn on the monetization mm -hmm. if I ever manage to reach that place mm -hmm. and be purely on a Patreon model. I would rather have a small hardcore of about 50 to 100 people Mm -hmm. that would chuck me a quid a month so that I could plough that money into better equipment and things like a passport so I could travel to conventions and stuff and like just you know have like a really good green screen a really good camera and not rely upon the edit suite of my PlayStation 4 you know like have really nice stuff don't so that I can really up see, the level of the content don't you say bad things about the share factory okay that has served me well and for people in the future oh it's, it serves <laughs> me wonderfully i really do appreciate share factory and i'm hoping like against all hope that there is a share factory share factory too on, on playstation 5 i swear to god that was one of the biggest comments when we were watching the ps5 reveal like uh, myself troll and alex were watching the ps5 reveal <laughs> live and like <laughs> every other game reveal of him was like sheer factory 2 sheer factory 2 <laughs> but also um... yeah I, i've been saying so in pro in like prognostication videos of playstation 5 for the longest time i need this i need this piece of software and i really like it mm -hmm. but it's not perfect and, and you... it's never going to be like a professional piece of software but it doesn't need to be really you know i mean it is essentially it's a clip editing tool uh, which I've found very, yeah. very useful in the short term. But the worst thing you did say... Is I, I have an audiovisual background because I studied audiovisual technology at Stevenson College. Mm -hmm. I did an NC, an HNC, and a third of an HND. So I've what? kind of got a background in this. <laughs> what's, what's the third of an HND? <laughs> well, basically... I, no, well, well, what Just it was... Is, what it was... Dear listen, is that uh, I started the third year, but was unable to complete it because basically I had to move out of my mother's, and uh, I moved into a council flat, and uh, because I was then a student and having a council flat, I couldn't actually uh, apply for housing benefit. That was the year they actually turned it off for for students. Wow! So it was either quit you quit college and become homeless you know it's like yeah. uh or yeah it's our choice the, or ha <coughs> you know it's like and then the homelessness would have made me you know the college being homeless would have kicked me out of college anyway because you need to have a place of residence so i had to yeah. bite the bullet leave college and uh 
sign on. Yeah, sorry to like, uh, probe that raw memory there. That was uh, quite uncool for you. <laughs> but something you did say as well <coughs> uh, earlier, just for the people listening to this in the future, uh, Zembo mentioned going to conventions. Um, that was a thing we used to do where we all used to gather <laughs> round in massive arenas and at shoulder to shoulder, sometimes not even covering our mouths when we sneezed or coughed or washing properly, and swarming in a mass of of of, of people uh, to to huddled sweaty yeah, bodies huddled to together, finger and touch machines and, uh, and products all over. F- Fingering what? Machines and products, you know. Uh, Whoa. You line up and get a shot of uh, controllers that I'm pretty sure weren't getting wiped down after you used them. But, uh, yeah. Perf, this sounds a bit crazy to me. Yes. <laughs> sounds like a conspiracy theory. Like a made <laughs> This is an episode of Ancient Aliens. You know, like, did they go to conventions or was it actually all aliens? Um, <laughs> yeah, did you have you? I know you've been to some conventions. I know you, you mentioned you did. You've been to Resonate and stuff a few times. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Resonate for the last three or four of them, and the last two or three, I've actually been given the ultimate uh, accolade of having a seat of having a press pass. Which has been a lovely thing to be able to say. Yeah, um, I bet you're walking around like fucking Wayne's World, like <laughs> when they get into fucking. <laughs> in, in in my head, that's what's happening. Yeah, in my head. Like I'm, I'm in my, but on the outer, I'm trying to keep it professional. Like I'm walking. Around, I have a T-shirt that I wear when I'm at a convention. That I printed. That I got printed. Uh, that basically has a large version of my logo on the front of it. And then on the back of it has a QR code that'll take you to the channel. Nice. Oh, cool. And I showed it off to uh, Meg Turney when I met her at uh, Glasgow Comic Con a few years ago. And she was like, that's such a good idea. And I was like, high flight YouTuber give me praise. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Alex. Uh, Zenbloke just went up to you a little bit there. Uh, Name dropping on the podcast. You can't do that yet, Alex, can you, huh? <laughs> but yeah, QR codes, are, <laughs> QR codes are a peach because you know I think I think when they first came out, everyone was like, "Wow, that's a cool idea," and done some interesting things with them. But since then, to, to maybe about like last year or so, they kind of died down. The usage wasn't no. as far spread. But then no, over, you are wrong. Over the, well. For but they've actually anyway. gotten a little bit more prevalent. Yeah, Tracking trucks, baby. Kind of got a little useful in the past year or so. So that's very interesting. Um, well, what made you go with the QR code, though? That's that's, that's an outside-the-box idea. I suppose because you're techie-minded, you kind of went, yeah. let's do this. Well, you know? I thought people don't always carry a pen, but they can easily download an app to scan a code. Yeah. Plus, iPhones and stuff have it automatically built in now. But you literally yeah. open your camera, recognise your camera, just go to this yeah, website. Yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, now that's what I'm saying. Like before, like <clears throat> I'd always had phones and computers and whatnot, but I, I found it quite hard to get my head around that initially. But on a recent, uh, or let's say this year visit to um, a, a, a <laughs> restaurant, it was that 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 simple case. I'll just point your phone at it. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, I have to admit, it. when it comes to QR codes, there was an occasion about five, six years ago. Um, there was a bloke walking through the St. James Centre where I used to work, and uh, he had this T-shirt that had this big QR code in the front, and I had the QR code reader on my phone, 
and like uh, I sort of held the phone up to read the code. Oh, and it wasn't a QR code. It was just something that looked like a QR code. It was just like <laughs> just a, just a graphic. <laughs> how many times? <laughs> how many times was he had random people come up and just pointing out a photo of his chest? He's like, "Can you just leave me alone, please?" It's not a QR code. It's just a design for God's sake. He did seem a little confused at, at what I was doing, so I was probably the first bloke to do it. <laughs> <laughs> this is or odd. At least the, or at least the first one he noticed. Then he wrote. <laughs> at least ask if I've got an OnlyFans before you just start taking pictures of my chesticle, please. OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 right. Oh God. I, I mean, that's about the only thing I don't have. I mean, I've got Twitter. I've got Twitch. I've got. Yet. I used to have Snapchat. I've got Instagram. It's like um, I've got a, I've got a PlayStation community. I've got a Redbubble store. <laughs> Yeah, like, at what point does it become too much? You know, I, I know I've I, like with folk were spread pretty thin. Um, at one point, I was doing the Reddit, I was doing the Discord, I was doing the Twitter, I was doing the fucking. Uh, I think we even had a Facebook uh, at one point, but it, it was becoming a bit too much to try and dedicate enough time within the, the confines of having like a full time job. Uh, I, I, even just dedicating a couple of nights a week. To sitting and going through Reddit and trying to keep up with that community, and then sitting and trying to go through your Twitter, and then sitting and trying to go through five, ten various Discord. I mean, you said you you got more Discord uh, servers than me, and I had to cut off a bunch of them. Probably about the start of the year, uh, the start of the the time that we shall not mention, because I the end times. <laughs> the time of girl, and I just couldn't. Uh, I keep up. <laughs> Like, do you do you find that quite easy, natural? Or do you space that out, or have you given up with some of these apps or these um, platforms? Corona world premiere. You make it look like an Xbox title. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, we watched the Xbox uh, uh, um, showcase as well, so uh, Alex is quite taken yeah. with the world premieres. Um, yeah, um, yeah sorry, that's the thing. I mean, question. even though I'm primarily a PlayStation guy, because I cover gaming, I find because it's the better console. Let's be watch honest. Every, I, I watch everything, you know. Although yeah. I don't do so much when it comes to Nintendo, but that's because I find if I report upon Nintendo, then Nintendo go roar. Yes, so I, stay, I stay clear of those things. I am I'll very, talk about them, but I don't flash any logos or anything. I'm very butthurt when it comes to Nintendo because I grew up with Nintendo. It was what it was all about. Uh, and I can always remember, like, we were heavily reading the, the magazines back in the day. Um, <clears throat> for those that don't know, magazines were these printed bits of glossy paper that people would turn like an iPad. Instead of swiping up, you would swipe left and the page would turn. Uh, and the magazines were quite honestly telling us that we're going uh, to explode in the kitchen, apparently. We're going to... Um, Keep going with games for the end. Uh, keep supporting the N sixty four, which was actually hypothetical. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, antithetical to what they were doing, which was slowly but surely preparing for the Nintendo Games Cube. Breath. Yep. What does antithetical mean? Um, it means uh, oh. saying one thing and meaning another. I think. 
Don't... So they were lying. Yes, that's the one I probably should right. have said instead of there we go. smart <laughs> and maybe getting pulled up on not knowing the real meaning of a word. But yeah, I got butthurt and said over that. Back in the day, we switched to PlayStation. I think it was PlayStation 2 when we first, like, my father and I like first invested our time uh, and efforts into Sony. But then to jump into content creation, finding out that Nintendo were being dicks about this kind of thing, any slight reference to them, their, their stuff. I remember there was an Angry Joe video where he was trying to review, I don't know if it was literally the console or something, but even having a Mario uh, picture, a JPEG on the screen, they were claiming it. So he downloaded, mm-hmm. so, so he took the video down, re-edited it to have Mario with his middle finger up moving across the screen in a ping pong fashion, and they were still claiming it. <laughs> Eventually, he showed you like he'd went to such lengths to having like all kinds of filters, and it was moving at like ten times the speed across the screen and phasing in and out with other images uh, grafted over that just to get this cleared. And he's like, this is ridiculous. Like, we're trying to support your stuff here and you're yeah, I mean, not supporting Nintendo the Nintendo are long known for the litigious nature. Yeah. Which is kind of weird when you consider... It's stupid because it's, it's free there. publicity. It's like, let's let's review this and, you know, get the, get the word out. And then it's like, no. Just our advertising. You're like, that's dumb. <laughs> it's almost like... The... I mean, even their, even their people that they work with, they crap all over. That's it. I know, like, uh, yeah, you had to be part of the partnership programme. And to be part of the partnership programme, uh, for want of alliteration, you had to adhere to a shit ton of rules. No spoilers, no uh, cutscenes. There was all kinds of fuckery within the, within the agreement. And even then... The part that quote unquote partnership program, they were taking a bulk of the revenue or, or a good chunk of the revenue at least off these so called partners, and it was a nightmare to get the partnership program. This was back in the day. I do believe in the past few years they've somewhat laxed their policy, um, but they've relaxed pieces of it. Yes, they haven't fully <laughs> renounced their old uh, archaic ways that are akin to like the music industry, just nickel and diamond and scratching and scraping for every bit of relevance that they can get, as opposed to moving uh, like water, for lack of a better term, you know, uh, uh, water flows in the shape of the landscape, essentially, and it's the best way to move with the tide, so to speak. Um, anyway. Well, you say that, and we're talking about Nintendo, you just make me think of wet tricks. Oh. Don't say wet tricks. So I was literally <laughs> drinking water when you said that, and it kind of made me think twice. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, though. If there's anything I'd love to see uh, a games company do, is like, I'm sure everybody here knows of the channel PlayStation Access. Yeah, it does. Mm, is that the one that tells you the PS Plus games everyone's? Yeah, and among other things. It's sort of like yeah, that's what I use it for. It's <laughs> based in England and other estate. It's like because that's like the the the, um, the UK um, PlayStation channel, and of course there's the like, the stand there's the big PlayStation channel. Is someone uh, I'm a, trying to diddle R two D two? Here, what's going on? No, nah, it's my it's my second house phone. 
probably somebody who <laughs> can sell me like, double glazing or a kitchen or something. There's not many, not many people actually ring my phone. Uh, for those that don't know, a house phone is a mobile phone that's connected to the walls. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a phone sans mobile. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and it's sort of like I've had this little dream for the last few years that sort of like once we finally gain independence for Scotland, that there could be like a Scottish YouTube channel, and if that ever happens, I will apply so hard to be part of it. Oh, you, you should definitely qualify, man. I mean, day you've been on point with your content. You do have a like you said a family friendly vibe going. You have the capability to hone in on that sort of market and at the same time present yourself pretty well. The thing is, with Zedbook, like, uh, as you can now imagine, imagine if you would listen to this, he's quite a real person, unlike some of these YouTube channels where you're, you'll get people, and it's quite clear that they actually wanted a job in the media industry, reading from a teleprompter. All the jokes are so disgusting and so well pre-plotted out. And so <laughs> it's just, it doesn't come across as a real person. I think that's why yeah. like, I, I gravitate to, like, podcasts and, and like, Contents it's very else. rare that I use a script, yeah. and even when I've had a quote-unquote scripted video, what it generally has tended to be is like an A4 sheet of uh, points I want to hit, yeah, put in front points. of me on the table. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but er- basically, everything comes right out the old grey matter. <laughs> don't say grey matter I like that <laughs> right, well, now's the perfect time for me to throw curveballs left and right to my co-hosts and cohorts uh, yes. and, uh, uh, and you know you've got a, key, a great chance here guys okay we have a decade Hi. old YouTuber here with fucking hard in the paint amounts of knowledge on the platform I want some cracking questions about content about Zenbook and about his uh, career in, uh, in, in YouTube and content creation. Alex, go. Okay. Um, <laughs> how, right. I oh, know, I actually do have a question. I'm just trying to think how to word it. Um, how do you, like, keep up the motivation? Because, like, at the minute, I am at uni and stressed, and, like, the concept of having to record something before next Friday is, like, making me want to die so um, how do you like keep the motivation up please don't die <laughs> i think my main motivation is just for the fact i just really love gaming and i'm an opinionated bugger <laughs> also i have to say i love your videos because right they talk about so i'm not a techie person at all right uh-huh. But I actually understand your content because you do like the the basic stuff and then the the, the less basic stuff and I'm like oh makes sense oh yeah, I, I, really I, I try to bring a level of, re- of relatability I mean like when everybody was talking about um, teraflops those yeah. all teraflops this and teraflops that was worse. I actually took the time to do research. <gasps> I actually went I went to the internet and I actually found out what is a teraflop and what makes it work and how it actually is. You know? So then I could then find a way to analogize it for people who don't have a technical background, such as 
as other Me. audience members like yourself, <laughs> so then people could get a grip on it, so then they could actually be part of the conversation. Without yeah. having to go and get a third of an HNC just to find out what the hell the goddamn thing is. <laughs> 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 oh, that was a good one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was that was a stoter prep, nicely done. Yeah, call, call back, buddy. Uh, Come so, on, troll. What's yours then, brother? What was your first game? What actually got you into gaming? Woofed. Put the guy oh, in the spot Jesus. and date. Fuck the it. The first here, game eh? I remember playing <laughs> must have been about four, and I I grew up um, very very close to Leaf Docks, and there was a there was a cafe I would like to say under the house but I don't know because when you're that young it's just a blur and uh, basically I remember there was this cafe that my mum and dad used to take us to and in the cafe there was a tabletop two player Galaxian Jesus uh, (laughs) that, that was basically my as far as I'm aware my first gaming experience and it really stuck me. As far as it goes for the first system I ever actually ever properly owned, um, I was probably when I was about eight or nine, my mum uh, somehow, being a single mum, on benefits, because Scottish mums are amazing, um, somehow scraped together the money to buy me and my sister Commodore 16. Not a 64. Wow. I didn't even know that existed. Nobody ever talks about it. <laughs> what nobody the ever fuck? talks about the 16. There was something and, before the um, 64, bro. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh, so we had a Commodore 16, and we had all these mad games like uh, Pizza Pete and Mr. Puniverse and uh, Kickstart, which is based off the old BBC program, had the same team tune. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and team this, tune like, loosely there. Yeah, a series of beats yeah. and whirs and buzzing noises, somewhat yes. in the key of the theme tune. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, that was the first gaming system I ever had, and then obviously throughout the time before getting anything else, then I did a lot of time of the arcades. I missed the arcades. I think we need to unpack well, I mean, through some of the these arcades. Things. I mean, I was actually the second person. Edinburgh to ever play a uh, virtual fighter. Whoa. Oh. Because Did you me and my mate at the time, well, it was just me and my mate Callum, and we went in just as they were rolling it into early amusements on Lovian Road, and uh, this is when you could still smoke in places. We were talking like, <laughs> we're talking like the mid 90s here, and uh, we walked in and they literally rolled it in and plugged it in in front of us. And you me, can still smoke my... in places in the 90s. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like, um, we rocked paper scissors for who was going to play first. Uh, Callum won. And Fucking arcade Callum. machines back then used to have a little sort of metal plate on the left and or the right side for you to put your fag that so would hang off the edge. Uh, so you wouldn't lose your cigarette. <laughs> he put his, he put his the wrong way round and burned the right side for mica on top of it and nearly got his chucked out. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> and so That's after sick, he Callum. had his, after after he had his go, I had mine. 
Nej, who done better, more importantly? Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Callum. Take that. You would say that. <laughs> yeah, I do want to unpack a couple of things you said as well. Uh, you mentioned something called a cafe. Uh, for folk in the future, it's a place where we used to go to eat things. Uh, also, a Commodore 16. What the fuck did that run off? For people that don't know, Commodore 64s ran off cassette tapes. What the fuck was a 16? What was a 16 running off of? It was also running on cassettes. In fact, the cassette deck was exactly the same unit. Oh, right, right, okay. Sorry, I was I was worried it was like some sort of vinyl computer game mechanism that I hadn't heard Are we of. going to explain for future people what a cassette uh, I mean, is? I no, no, was, they can fuck off. However, <laughs> there was, I believe for the 64, there was also an attachment where you could uh, put on one of the very early floppy disk units. Yes, yes. I think I had that, but it didn't work. Or I didn't have any floppy <laughs> disks for it. So yeah, yeah that's that. That's that's which is weird. I mean, because the uh, BBC Acorn Electron, which is a m- m- far simpler machine, that ran entirely on floppy disk. Mm, mm. Is that like the old BBC computers they used to put in in, in, in schools and, and whatnot? Yes. Yeah, you had like Frog. Yeah. And you had and uh, uh, Math Worm and stuff. Frog or where a worm, worm would drop down to the bottom of the screen, and the amount of shots you would get to shoot at the worms would be determined by how many math problems you correctly solve. <laughs> ah, ah, education and gaming. Fun, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think... Uh, I think the, the coolest... Uh, the only thing the coolest thing we ever managed to do with the BBC back in my day was literally... Could you... Was there not a... A tortoise... Like a mechanised tortoise little fucking robot thing that you could program... To move. There was one called the mouse that was kind of like a plastic elongated dome. Yeah, yeah. With wheels yeah. in it and a bunch of computery bits and you can make it go around the maze if you programmed it correctly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the bad boy. Yeah. I don't think we ever go as far as making it go around the maze. I think I making think it go forward was... Uh... There was also a point when my school, somehow, it got like some sort of deal with like IBM and we got like this one IBM computer that for the time was like... Oh, oh yes. But now we'd just be outshone by your average smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's think... like a, like a like a thirty quid smartphone out of like Tesco, you know. It's like, oh yeah, easily. <laughs> and it's like uh, and this IBM computer stand white white and proud in the in the left corner of the computer lab. <laughs> the rest of it was all BBC Acorn electrons, and it was like if you ever got a chance to go on this computer, it was like the thing. And oh. I liked going on because I've always been quite arty, mm. and I drew this incredible picture. But obviously, bits had to be drawn as other bits to get the pieces right and all the rest of it. There so, like when it finally got, when it finally printed out, it's it just printed out as an entire black mass because I'd layered things on top of things, oh, no. and it didn't actually have the computing power to actually display the top layer and not just all the layers at once. So it was just this black mass that got printed out in oh, black and wow. white. And all my wonderful colours were left in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably could go into something about a, a giant, uh, proud white computer printing out a black mass, but I'm not going to touch that one with a 10-foot bar pole. <laughs> no, not in these times, certainly. <laughs> Listen, Zimbal, this has been a, an absolute pleasure. I know we did, uh, well, I certainly screwed up a little bit this morning and started us off a tad late. And we do have somewhat of a time constraint to hit, so I think now it would be as good a time as ever to wrap it uh, for the time being. 
But I can certainly speak for my guests that this has been an interesting and fun one. Uh, it's, 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 yes. It's been hell of, a, hell of a good to get to know you a little better and uh, get to delve into your content creation uh, stuff. Hopefully get Thank you back you. again in the future. I would say to any uh, listeners out there, uh, if indeed you, you yourself are a Scottish content creator, I am actually, for the last couple of months, I've been trying to put together a podcast of fellow Scottish gaming YouTubers. Mm -hmm. If you believe you would like to come along in such an endeavour, then do feel free to hit me up through any one of my platforms that you care to use. Uh, It would also be especially helpful if you are willing to not swear on the content because I'd like to (laughs) maintain the family friendly vibe of my channel. (laughs) I haven't volunteered because I'm shit scared I might swear my arse off for mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I have been trying somewhat, maybe not today, but in general trying to tame down my swearing a wee bit more. So possibly in the future I might be able to throw my my hat in the ring on that stuff. But you mentioned all your various platforms, bro. Where and how can people find Zenbloke? Indeed. Uh, let's see. Obviously, there's the YouTube channel. That's where all got kicked off. There's my uh, Twitter, which is at Zenbloke. There is my uh, uh, PlayStation community, which is uh, the Zenbloke channels and stuff. There is the uh, Redbubble store. Just type Zenbloke in the Redbubble. You should find me fairly easily. There is my Instagram, which is Zenbloke underscore YT. Um... That's also the same as my PSN, my PlayStation Network ID, which is, of course, Zenbloke underscore YT. It was meant to be Zenbloke, which is what I wanted to change it to after the finally many, many years of complaining to Sony of getting to change our PlayStation Network names. Uh, I wanted to change it purely to Zenbloke, but it wouldn't let me have it because it was in the middle of somebody else's name. I, mean, I wasn't going to do that. They Weirdly. were talking about it, screwing Weird. up your trophies and stuff and taking away some of yeah. your... <laughs> like, luckily, luckily, that, luckily, that didn't happen to me. All my stuff moved over quite happily. Nice. <laughs> uh, but basically, when I first set up PSN, way back when it literally first started, um, it, it took all your details before asking you what your name was. So, like, I added in all my details... And then it said, what do you want to be called? And I dutifully tapped in, Zenbloke. And it said, you can't have this. It's too close to your email. I was like, thanks. You know? What? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I've never come across that before or since. It's too close to your email. You can't have this. I I thought, okay, I'll just come up with something now. I'll come back and I'll change it later. Oh God! How wrong was I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, and then like, because uh, the whole idea was, I then came back with a different email account, you know, that I created a different one just for that, and like, uh, came back, signed in, and went, no, you can change the email, but you can't change your name. You son <laughs> are screwed. I was like, oh fuck. That is literally <laughs> like I've been an ongoing thing. Then what saying for like what since the PS3 that we couldn't yeah. change our, our names uh, and then literally I think it was just last year they said right you can change them but beware there is a chance it will screw a bunch of your saves and a bunch of your trophies <laughs> oh, and it did however afford me one thing uh, I was the last person to be read out for free 
on kind of funny games daily um playstation uh Oh, I have a bad wow. PlayStation Network yeah, name. Yeah, I remember that. So basically, yeah. so basically, Andrea Renee and Greg Miller read out and talked about my PlayStation ID. <laughs> no. That was when you didn't have to be a Patreon subscriber to get it to happen. So I was, <laughs> I was dancing, man. That's awesome. Again, uh, Alex, step your game up. Pal, you're needing some names to be dropping here, okay? I'm working on it, bro. <laughs> I've been, I've just been drunk detected or drunk messaged by BBC introducing. Yes. <laughs> you've I been g- drunk messaged. You what? You mean you've received a message so, while you're drunk and then drunkenly messaged? No, them they've back. drunk messaged me. They've what? drunk messaged me. <laughs> How do you get drunk messaged by the BBC? <laughs> Who are they employing? Students, no doubt. I'm I'm assuming, right? So it was like two in the morning when I got this message, and I only just like picked it out now. But um, it's a sentence that makes no sense, and it's quite rude. But it's like you know, like when you're drunk and you just chat shit. That's yeah. what it is. That's amazing. <laughs> Someone's oh, forgot God. to log off from home. Oh. Oopsie. Right, folks, uh, again, perfect time to wrap it up. Thanks very much, Zenbloke. Uh, again, we'll hopefully have you back again in the future. We can delve a little deeper into your actual content I would creation love that. Um, like, uh, routine, uh, your equipment type stuff. You know, just a little more about you, the person, as opposed to you, the channel, uh, and some more about your experiences. Uh, but yeah, cool. That, that'd be cool. But, and also, you can catch Zenbloke uh, fairly regularly over the unmonetizables for his hot takes on some of the most uh, trending and topical tat of the week. He's uh, a, a very welcome and um, a regular guest over there. So, Aww, yeah. fuzzy glow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Troll, if you want to roll us out with your, your expert outros. Thanks for tuning in. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it does better than that. It does better than that. Template. It does. Usually. Yeah, this is this has been lit. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Check everybody out as uh, as we've heard Zemblock is on Zemblock basically everywhere. Um, as always, all the links will be in the old description if you're on Spotify or you're on Apple playlists. You know, just 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 fucking Google it. Can I promo some shit whilst we're here? Yeah, go for it. So I'm uh, really I'm working on and releasing a three song EP with a friend from uni. So the first one oh, will wow. be out on nice. um friday hopefully i need to record it it's written i just need to record it <laughs> Call Yabby. that's lit <laughs> that's awesome um it should be cool so yeah that's excellent it. have a beautiful time <laughs> okay bye <laughs> <laughs> bye <laughs>